Hello, hello, everyone. What is up? Welcome back to Blissful Love with Devin McMahon. I am so happy to be back here, of course. I am having one of those weird days when you wake up and you're not really sure how you're feeling. You're kind of just like, eh, another day. Here we go. Let's do it. I think Wednesdays are just kind of weird in general. It's like the middle of the week and you can't really do anything on the weekends anymore right now. So it's just hard to find things that you're looking forward to for the weekend other than just relaxing at home or going for a walk or whatever it is. So yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling. I am going to keep on keeping on and trying my best to stay positive and keep a happy mindset, but I wouldn't be being me and being my authentic true self if I didn't share that little piece of how I'm feeling today. So <laughs> that's that. So it is 6 p.m. on Wednesday, and I want to answer my two questions of the day, but it's more of a re reflection for me at this point. And I know I have told you guys I always ask myself these questions in the morning, so now I'm kind of reflecting on these questions and seeing if I did them, and it's interesting. So what makes me feel blissful today? So how I answered that question this morning when I first woke up was... I was super thankful and grateful to wake up healthy and happy. Um, looking back on it, I don't know if I had the happiest of days today. I just was feeling kind of bleh. And I'll get into why I was feeling that way. But what makes me feel blissful today is just the fact that I am healthy and that I am able to wake up every day and that I'm, I am able to stand up and walk around and go to work and do things for myself. I am forever grateful for all of those things and I don't take any of those things for granted. I work as a behavior therapist with children on the autism spectrum right now and I have been working with individuals with disabilities since I was 18, I want to say. So it's been a while and that has taught me so many things and opened up my eyes so, so much and has made me so grateful for the life that I live and who I am and what I do. But, you know, really be grateful every single day for what you are able to do because not everybody is able to do what you can do in the sense of moving your legs and walking around and being able to use your vocal voice. So just those things alone today are making me feel super blissful and I'm grateful for those things. I'm also blissful and grateful that I am able to work in the field with amazing individuals of all di different kinds and that I am able to help them and support them in every way that they need. 
So how will I propel my love today or how did I propel my love today? So my goal this morning was to reach out to as many friends as I could and let them know I'm thinking of them. And you know what? I didn't do it. I did something today, though, that I think I did propel my love, but I didn't do my goal that I originally had for propelling my love, which honestly, I'm not going to be hard on myself about. Tomorrow's a new day. I can do that tomorrow. Or you know what? I can do it tonight. So the day is not done. (laughs) Hopefully I get that done. But I did happen to put out there to my Plants Bliss Love following that today is National um, Teacher Appreciation Week and National Nurses Day. So I put out a little post saying that for every box that is purchased this week or has been purchased past few days this week, I will donate a box to a nurse and a teacher. So I kind of just took a little poll on who of my following is nurses and teachers, and I will donate boxes to some of them. I will match all of the people that purchase boxes. So yeah, that's how I propelled my love earlier, and I will continue to do that, and I will try my best to reach out to all my loved ones that I can tonight, let them know that I'm thinking of them, and hope they're all doing okay. So to kind of go back on what I was saying about feeling a little blah, not to dwell on it or to be negative about it, but this episode is all about extroverts and introverts. And it's really funny because my entire life, I have told myself that I am an introvert. (laughs) Funny, I know. Anybody listening to this is probably like, Devin, what? You are speaking on a podcast. You have created an Instagram where you are always talking on it. You are constantly talking to people. I am always with friends and family and doing things and hanging out with people and talking to people. So why did I think I was an introvert? Well, let me just explain it to you. So since I was a little girl, being in crowds of people, going to family parties, um, being with a lot of friends at once, um, birthday parties, events, anything really, I had this like panic in my belly so it almost felt like I was starting to get a stomach ache but at the time I didn't really know what it was and my personality has always pretty much stayed the same in the sense of I've always been very loving had a big heart and always cared a lot about what other people thought about me and cared about how other people were feeling and how I made other people feel. So even though it gave me a lot of anxiety knowing that I had to see people, I still showed up and I still was silly and showed my love, expressed my love. I talked to everybody, but it was really hard. I remember literally feeling nauseous going to family parties and I never really told anyone, but it was just a way that I kind of felt. And I didn't really understand why I felt that way until I got a little bit older. Told you guys I went to a Catholic middle school for two years. And that's kind of when it first really hit me that that's 
that's what I was feeling was anxiety, social anxiety. I was thrown into a new school with all new kids that I had never met before. They had all been together since kindergarten. And I was forced to put myself out there and talk and make friends and experience new things. And it was really, really hard. And I was really, really anxious a lot. And I think that's when I first started to express my anxiety outwardly to my family and my friends. Um, So yeah, that's kind of when the social anxiety started. High school was a blast. I know I mentioned that in my last couple of episodes. So, you know, I didn't really experience much social anxiety that looked I guess I could say that appeared to be social anxiety on the outside, but I still got those feelings when I would go out with a big group of friends, um, I was going to a party, anything I was doing, I still experienced that weird feeling in my belly. So, you know, as I got older, you just kind of learn how to deal with it, but still, I have to tell you, to this day, still, if I'm doing anything that doesn't involve just me hanging out with Jack and Finley... I still get like this weird belly feeling and it's something that I work on and I've always just been like, yeah, I'm an introvert. I have social anxiety, whatever. But let me tell you guys, my feelings this morning, waking up and feeling blah are all revolving around the fact that I miss everybody so much and that I just want to literally run out to the world and start talking to every single person I see. And this period of time has shown me that I am stronger than my social anxiety and that I truly enjoy to talk to people and connect with every single human and individual that I can connect with. And I think I am an extrovert. (laughs) And when I really think about it and reflect on it, I'm like, how on earth did I not think I was an extrovert? Here I am talking to you guys and giving you guys advice. on different human behaviors every every episode and telling you that you know it's good to feel certain ways and it's good to do certain things and it's like okay so what am I an introvert or an extrovert I don't know I'm confused I think that there's also an in-between and I like to peg myself somewhere in between I'm not quite an introvert at all and I'm not quite an extrovert at all but I'm definitely in between and I miss human connection so much. I am so thankful that I have this platform. I am so thankful I have social media that I can still connect with family and friends. And I'm so thankful for being able to go for a walk or see my clients or anything and see people and just be able to wave. Like that really is fulfilling to me. However, there is really nothing like being at a a brewery and sitting down and talking to the people next to you or being out with friends and bumping into a, a person or a friend that you haven't seen in a long time and being able to connect with them there's really nothing else like meeting somebody when you're going for a walk for the first time and shaking their hand and looking them in the eye and talking and it is so hard right now that we can't do those things and I am feeling it I am really feeling it I cannot wait to hug people and shake people's hands and look people in the eyes at a close distance 
and talk, it is like frowned upon at this point. I mean, it is frowned upon where we can't shake hands. We can't hug. I, those are like the things that I love. I literally enjoy that. Like I'm one of those strange 25 year old girls that when you meet them, you might be my age and I reach out my hand to shake your hand or give you a hug. I just enjoy that connection because I can feel it. And like, I can feel other people's energy when they are that way. So I just assume that people can also feel my positive energy when I am that way with them. And that's all that I try to project and portray and shine and yeah. So that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I can't wait for all of this to be over and to be able to connect again. And, you know, not to be dwelling on the fact that we can't do those things right now, but I wouldn't be being honest if I wasn't telling you that this is how I'm feeling and that it's difficult when you have days like this. However, I really do find the the good in the days when I do feel like this. Like I have worked really hard to get myself out of little frumpy days and little ruts that I no longer allow myself to go there deep anyways. I of course allow myself to feel all the emotions. I allow myself to understand and process that what I'm feeling is okay and it's normal and how can I make myself feel better? I do allow myself to do all of those things. But I don't let myself dwell anymore. I so let me just run you through my day. <laughs> so I woke up feeling kind of blah. Jack um staying home today and I was working. So I um, did a couple things around the house, got in the car, drove to work, went and saw my first client, started to get a migraine and was like, great, this is how my day is going to go. This is horrible. I am now at a client's house for the next three and a half hours. I have a migraine and, you know, I'm working with a child right now, so I need to be my happy, joyful self. And it was hard. But I sat there for a minute. I collected myself. I took some medication <laughs> to get rid of my migraine. And it wasn't really a migraine. I'm being dramatic. It was like a headache that I could feel a migraine coming on, but the Tylenol helped a lot. So I collected myself and I just sat and thought for a minute about what I asked myself in the morning. What makes me feel blissful today? What makes me feel blissful today? What makes me feel blissful today? Okay, I'm here. I'm sitting here. I'm in a client's home right now. I am able to work. I am able to help this individual. I am able to watch his progress. I am able to help with his progress. Life's pretty good. I try really hard to find positives in negative situations. So, you know, this whole situation has been pretty negative in general of the fact that we can't see our family and friends. We have loved ones on the front lines. We have loved ones that are contracting this virus and getting really sick. We have loved ones that are having a really hard time with this situation. And we have loved ones that 
we just don't talk to anymore because of all of this and we miss them. So there's a lot of emotions going on and there's a lot of negativity and there's a lot of, I guess you could say, situations that you could just kind of put your hands up and be like, this is it for me. I'm just going to be negative here on out. I'm done trying. There is nothing left for me to do and God knows when this is going to be over. But again, I have worked so hard to get to where I am in my mental space that I do not let myself go there. And it is a muscle. It is training. It is something that I work on every single day. And I don't stop working on it. Because if I stop working on it, I will be that person that puts my hands up and says, forget it. I'm done. I'm exhausted. I'm negative. I just want to lay here and do nothing. And be angry. And be upset. And whatever it is. So I'm sitting at my client's house, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm here thinking all about all the positive things. I got myself out of that rut. Okay. Rest of the session goes great. I get in my car. And what happens when you're in your car? In most cases, when you're having kind of an off day, you think, right? You're by yourself and you just think. And you know those days when you get in the car and you... You start the car and you're driving and you just don't turn the radio on and you get to your destination. You're like, I've been sitting in silence, talking in my head, not very nicely to myself. (laughs) Yeah, that was that moment for me. So I get to client number two's house. So now I have two choices. I can walk into this house with this, this energy that's going on inside of me that is rather negative and bleh like and he's gonna feel that he is going to see it on my face even if I'm not showing it he is going to feel that something isn't right with me and we aren't going to have a productive session if that is how I am feeling so let's do a check-in here okay I woke up this morning I am healthy I am able to walk into this client's home I am able to do my job Let's do it. Deep breath. Okay. I walk in the house. What do I see when I walk in the house? My client absolutely smiling ear to ear. So excited to see me. (laughs) Immediate turnaround. I can't tell you guys enough how important it is to understand and to realize when things that may seem small but are positive things that are meant to be uplifting happen that smile that he gave me was honestly completely day changing for me I was like yes I am here I am doing this and this is why I have this job this is why I do what I do this is why I show up every day this is why I come into people's homes during a pandemic this is why I help these individuals and you know it just made everything okay in that moment So I sat down with him. We had a great two-hour session. And then I got in my car. And I started to drive. And you know what I did? Instead of getting my head and feeling mopey, I turned on some music. And I said, this is a good day. You are healthy. 
you are able, you have a roof over your head and good food to eat, you have an amazing boyfriend and an amazing family, amazing friends, an amazing puppy, (laughs) and you are you and you're meant to be doing what you're doing and you're meant to be feeling all the feelings that you're feeling and you're meant to reflect and learn how to feel better. So last night I was talking to one of my good friends and she was telling me that, well, first of all, she texted me and apologized for being negative lately. And when I read the text message, I, my heart ached and I literally almost started to cry. And I think that the reason I was feeling that way and so emotional about that text message was because we, first of all, we have all, but I have, of course, been in a situation where I've felt like I am, um, having a negative outlook on pretty much everything. Excuse me. And I am only talking about negative things with my friends or, I don't know, just kind of not being happy and uplifting when I talk to others, especially friends or family. So, of course, we can all relate to that, right? I'm sure there's been times when you're texting with a friend back and forth and you read through your text again. You're like, wow, I sound like a brat. I am negative. I am a negative Nancy. So I read this text from her. She tells me that she's, she apologizes to me for being negative lately. Mind you, this friend, I'm not going to say names for the purpose of, I do not want to violate her privacy on her feelings, but this friend is one of the most amazing individuals I have ever met. She is so strong. She is so charismatic. She is so empathetic. She is smart. She is beautiful inside and out. And I was so proud of her in this moment because she was self-reflecting on something that she felt like she needed to be better. And that's all she had to do was send that text to start that reflection for herself. Okay, so she kind of explained to me that she's been feeling a little down, depressed lately. She's in a rut. We all are, right? So I'm just going to read my response back to her because I know that there's someone listening to this that might need to hear these words. Um, So let me pull that up. Okay. I said, hey, don't ever apologize for that. You're recognizing it. That's good and will help you. However, I'm always here to listen. You're doing amazing. Summer is almost here, which means warm weather, lots of sun and outside, which will definitely make your day-to-day better. I'm sorry that your depression has been bad. I hate that feeling and of course can relate. I feel so blessed to have you in my life and never think of you as negative at all. If anything, I'm glad you feel like you can express your true emotions. It's also okay not to be okay. Let yourself feel those emotions and find what heals you in every moment you feel that way and remember those things. 
just remember that you are seriously such an amazing person and how you're feeling isn't a reflection of what you project. So I wanted to read that to you guys, not to brag about my insightfulness, (laughs) but instead to put that out there for every single person that is feeling the same way that my friend is feeling right now, because that is what you needed to hear. That is the truth. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are going to get through this. You are okay. You are self-reflecting by even realizing that these are the ways you're feeling and wanting to change it. So pat yourself on the back and be proud of yourself. I don't know if people understand that being an introvert or being an extrovert is one of those things that doesn't always make sense. I think a lot of us are going through a really hard time right now because a lot of us felt the way that I did. We thought that we were this introverted person that didn't really like to go out. We're, I mean, many of us that are listening to this podcast are around the same age as me, right? Even if you're not. If you're an adult at any stage in life, right, you go through this point of time that you're kind of over the whole going out thing and you enjoy to just hang out on the weekends or hang out at night with your significant other or a friend or a family member or whoever it is. You just kind of like to sit and do nothing, right? Whether it be a wine night at home or a movie night at home or just a game night at home or just let's read a book on the couch and do nothing tonight. A lot of us really enjoy to do those things. However, when we no longer have the option to do something else, it's scary and it's hard. And I think that goes to show that we have all been taking life and normalcy for granted so, so much. Me including. I mean, that's what I realized this morning. And I don't think that it's fair to put ourselves in these categories of introverts and extroverts, right? So I'm kind of going back on what I was saying because I felt like I was somewhere in the middle. But with that being said, it's kind of me realizing right now in this very moment that it's not fair to categorize that. I don't know. I feel like for you to hold the standard of being an introvert, we are constantly changing. We're humans. So in a month, a week, a day, a year, a two years, five years, whatever, you might wake up and be like, you know what? I am going to go out today and I am going to shake everybody's hand and say hi to everybody. And then I'm going to come home and I'm going to start a podcast. (laughs) And bam, now you're an extrovert, right? No, but, (laughs) or you might be an extrovert and something happens. I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden you're feeling like you don't want to see anyone. You are nervous to see people and talk to people. You just want to stay inside, be by yourself, watch TV all the time, do whatever it is that you're doing at home, but you really don't want to be around people or talk to people. You're putting your phone on do not disturb and pretty much do not disturbing your life. I don't know. I think that we all evolve. We all change. We all come to the realization that human connection matters, 
we also all come to realizations in our lives that we don't constantly need to be connected to people. But it does matter. And we do need to enjoy the people that are in our lives while they're in our lives. I had another conversation with a friend um, who... I think, I think this is okay to share. (laughs) Sometimes I have to think and be like, I didn't ask this friend to say her name, but I think she'll be okay. So my friend, Ange, she, she, Ange actually does YouTube. So Ange is, um, if you guys want to go follow Ange, she's Angie Cook, um, on YouTube. She might be Angela Cook. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll link her, her name down below so you guys can check her out. Um, she is awesome. She's, she's a cool girl. Um, she is my best friend that I talk about, Jess. It's her, one of her best friends from home. Um, Jessica and I went to college together. So Jessica has a whole group of friends from her hometown, of course. So Ange and her friends, um, we all became friends through Jessica. So me and Ange were texting and I don't know really what brought up the conversation. I think she was listening to one of my podcasts and saying that, um, I don't, you know what? I'm going to pull it up. (laughs) I'm just exposing all my friends today, pulling up conversations, but like, these are the things that matter. And I try to really hold these conversations and remember them, but I just want to make sure that I get this conversation right because it, it meant a lot to me. And I'm not sure if Ange knows that it meant as much to me as it did, but here we go. Let's find it. We've been texting quite a bit lately. Um, come on, let's find it. <laughs> okay. So she originally texted me about um, just how she was listening to one of my podcast episodes. Okay. So then she was like kind of live texting me on what I was saying in my podcast. And she was like, I'm the emotional friend too with a heart. I used to write paragraphs telling my friends I love them and all that stuff. And okay, this part is a little bit emotional, but Ange and a couple other of Jess's friends, um, all and Jess, all had um, gone to Worcester State quite often to visit one of their friends um, or two of their friends, actually, who went to school there. And they had um, a roommate who or a friend who went to school with them that ended up passing away not too long ago. So my response back to and it, it hit all of them very hard. And of course, losing a friend or losing anybody in your life is going to affect you, right? So I responded back to Ange and I said, yes, this. I used to do that all the time to my friends. I still do. Honestly, a big part of me knowing that, that that's the right thing to do, if you feel that way, was when Al passed, which is who their friend that passed away. Sorry to get emotional on you and bring that up. I know how close you guys were, but it really makes me stop and think like, this is why I tell my friends I love them so much. It's important, you know? So that conversation meant a lot to me because 
me and Ange were able to connect on something that we have never connected on before. We were able to connect on the fact that we are both emotional people (laughs) and we love to tell people that we love them. And it's kind of like bringing everything full circle and back around. Like human connection is so important. Thank God we have technology and have phones that we can have these conversations with people because otherwise I wouldn't have had that conversation with her. With her. But it's like, it gets me thinking, okay? How can we be an, an introverted person or an extroverted person? Whatever it is, right? Hold ourselves to those expectations and still feel different and different emotions all of the time, right? I have felt introverted at times. And by introverted, I mean I have felt distant. I have felt like I wanted to be alone or be by myself or felt kind of down. I don't even know if that's necessarily introverted, but it is what I, the idea of introverted I have in my head. I have also felt extroverted. I'm doing a podcast. I love to talk to people. I love to go out and see people. However, my love has never really changed when either of those things happen. I have this feeling that I've always had that I need to tell people that I love them when I love them. That I need to show people that I appreciate them when I appreciate them. That I need to express that both in actions and in words. I want you guys to think about that. I want you to think about who you are as a person and what you stand for and what you've stood for, what people perceive you as and what you want people to perceive you as and what you want to propel and put out there. Do you want to tell people that you love them when you love them? Do you want to show people and tell people that you appreciate them when you appreciate them? And if you don't do those things and if you don't want to do those things, why? I have learned throughout this entire, how long, I don't even know how long this whole social distancing thing has gone on. I like barely know the days anymore. Every day when I wake up, I'm like, Jack, is today Friday? Like what days? <laughs> throughout this experience, I have learned so many things. But one of the things that I have learned that is standing out the most to me is human connection is important. Again, human connection is important. I want you guys to re-listen to this episode and take a sip of wine every time you hear me say that. <laughs> and then let me know how many sips of wine or how many bottles of wine you go through at the end of the episode. No, but seriously, guys, it is so important. Tell people that you love them. I don't care if you're not lovey-dovey. I don't care. Tell them that you love them. That is my mission for all of you listening to this. I don't care if it's a family member, a friend, someone you haven't talked to in a long time. Tell them that you love them. I really think that we should all tell people around us that we love them more. I think we should all work on building stronger human connections with everybody around us. Individuals that we don't know. Individuals that we do know. Strangers on the street. Whoever it is. I think we should start really building those human connections deeper and better and wider and whatever I seriously, I don't know. Throughout this episode, I feel like I am scatterbrained and all over the place and up and down and 
it might be confusing to listen to, but this is, like I said, my day was blah. <laughs> and this is what you're getting is scatterbrain Devin because I, my emotions are like, like up, back down. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sound effect. I can't even. Okay, so I guess what I'm learning is that I used to think it was, like, cool to be an introvert. Like, oh, yeah, like, I don't like to go out. I like to just, like, hang out inside and do nothing. And, like, yeah, sometimes that is cool. Like, sometimes I do like to hang out inside and do nothing. I'm not really a big partier. That's not my scene. I don't really go to the bars every weekend or anything like that. That's not my scene either. I'm more of, like, I like to sit out on my back deck with a couple beers, a couple glasses of wine, maybe hit a brewery. Uh, go out to dinner with a friend or two. Like, that's more my speed. But I have decided that when this is over, I think I'm going to try to go outside of my comfort zone more and do things that I haven't been doing. I'm not saying I'm going to go out and be this party animal by any means. Like, that's just, like I said, that's just not my scene. It's not who I am. But I I might now join my friends that I haven't seen in a while out every once in a while because I want that human connection and I want to continue creating and building on the relationships that I have and can have. And I think that it's really important. And I think the more connections that we make and the more connections that we have and the more relationships that we have and we hold and we cherish and we take care of, the better individuals we will all be. And we only have one life to live. So live it to the fullest, my friends. My goodness, that took a lot out of me. If you hear me typing, I am pulling up our mindful activity for the end of this episode. So to just kind of like wrap this whole episode up, um, I just want to let you guys all know that I have experienced many different personalities in my life where I know I have explained before um, I have felt very happy all of the time I have felt very um, enlightened and very inspired I have felt very down and anxious I have felt very stressed (laughs) grad school I have felt very emotional and confused when I've lost loved ones um, or when I was dealing with something that was difficult to go through in life, um, whether it be a breakup or a friendship that just isn't working out or an argument or anything. I felt those emotions. I have gone through periods of time where I am lazy, unmotivated. I have gone through periods of time where I'm super motivated, but I've kind of come to the realization that those phases are things that are normal and happen to every single person, but it's how you deal with them when you are faced with them. So, okay, here comes anxiety and depression knocking on my door. My turn. All right, this is this is who you're going to be now for the next 3 months. You ready? Actually, no, I'm not ready. Uh, what am I going to do to help myself? 
not feel these ways and not let anxiety and depression in, what am I going to do? I can't tell you guys what those things are that you're going to do. I know what makes me feel good and what makes me feel better. Doing this podcast, sticking to something that isn't always easy. Like, I know that everyone that's listening to this may think that it's super easy for me to just sit in my little studio and record an episode and be happy and positive and loving and mindful, (laughs) whatever it is, but it's not. It's not. I work every day to stick with this. I enjoy it. It's I'm not saying I don't enjoy it, but it's not easy every day, right? There's some days that I don't want to do it. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. I just don't have the motivation to do it. There are some days that, um, you know, I have a lot of boxes, uh, succulent boxes that I need to get through. Um, for instance, last night, Jack and I were up until about 1 a.m., completing orders um and of course nights like that are super draining right and I'm like what the heck am I doing I just worked a full work day as a behavior therapist and then I came home and I was fulfilling orders all night this is exhausting and don't get me wrong every single box I make is so so special to me and that is why I do it but that doesn't mean it's always easy so what I'm trying to say is you need to work at everything every day when it comes to your mental and emotional self and don't feel like you are alone in those feelings every single human being that walks this earth feels all of these emotions some people are more open to feeling all of the emotions and some people aren't like I have had conversations with friends and family members that genuinely are like nah I've never been anxious I've never been depressed and like I've done a lot of research and I've talked to a lot of really intelligent people and I have experienced a lot of things in my life and conversations with people that I just don't know if that's true. I think that people just handle things differently and people choose to feel all the emotions that come on and some people just somehow put up a wall and don't let themselves feel it and you know what I'm not saying either one is right or wrong but I am saying if you are feeling those ways like allow yourself to feel that way if you are one of those people that can put that wall up that's great that that's how you decide to deal with that anxiety depression knocking on your door or whatever emotion it is that's coming to knock on your door right And that's okay. I'm not telling you what's right or wrong. But I do think that working on ourselves emotionally and mentally every single day, realizing that we're all human beings and that we're allowed to feel everything and anything is healthy. And it allows us to live a healthy life. So yeah, just, you know, do the best you can every day with what you got, especially right now really hard but you know we're all doing it we're all getting through it and I'm proud of all of you I am so thankful for all of you that can listen to this and express to me how much all my episodes mean to you it's so overwhelming to me to get those messages emotionally I literally tear up every single time 
Um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. My best friends, Michaela and Jess, they called me, well, Jess sent me a, a picture of her tearing up and Michaela called me and was like, I'm tearing up. And I was like, guys, I'm literally an emotional wreck right now. I'm going to ball my eyes out. Stop. <laughs> and those messages from people are just so amazing. I, I love all of it. And I want you all to just express those things to me or, you know, just if you're feeling like you connect to anything in any of my episodes, always feel free to reach out because I love hearing it. Okay, let's get into it. So mindful.org, my website, my favorite place to be. So I found a little mindful activity called Three Ways to Nurture the Positive in Difficult Times. And I thought that this was a good way to end the episode because this episode was a little more on the darker side. <laughs> I actually had somebody tell me, um, so <laughs> super funny, um, Brad and Josh from Wonderment that were on um, the podcast on Sunday um, before we started recording, we were FaceTiming and Brad was like, um, Devin, I started listening to the podcast, <laughs> Brad and Josh, just to give you guys a little background, I'm, I'm sure you know, now that you've listened to the podcast are so funny, but Brad was like, uh, yeah, Devin, um, I was, I was listening to a couple, couple episodes and, um, I don't know how this is going to go. I didn't realize how serious it was. <laughs> like oh my gosh is that what people think are they listening to this and they're like this is very serious and I know I know it can be of course but I do want it to be funny and light sometimes so I'll do what I can all right so I am not gonna read the first little blurb you guys can come on here um to mindful.org and go under meditation and find the three ways to nurture the positive in difficult times but I am going to read the little um, steps in activity. So this, there's three. The first one is smile. It's simplistic to say that smiling can make you happy. And yet, scientists in the field of embodied cognition have long known that how we move affects how we feel and think. Your face does a lot more than simply express your emotions. It affects how you register those emotions inside your head and remember them. Frowning and smiling actually create different emotions and attitudes. They're not just the physical result of a mood. Writes Cyan Bilok, president of Bernard College and a cognitive scientist who wrote How the Body Knows Its Mind, The Surprising Power of the Physical Environment to Influence How You Think and Feel. Smiling throughout the day is lovely, but it's a powerful practice to smile during meditation and fully connect the physical and emotional sensations that arise. As you begin or end a meditation, invite a gentle smile to your face. Notice if your mood brightens like a light on a dimmer switch. Does a feeling of warmth spread through the core of your body and into your chest? If you like, combine smiling with positive Im imagery. Imagine yourself doing what you love or picture a movie of joyful memories in your mind's eye. When positive feelings subside, renew a gentle smile and refocus on the imagery. Step number two come to your senses. Our senses alert us to danger, but we also experience pleasure through sight, sound, taste, touch, hearing, and smell. By mindfully coming to our senses, we can more fully experience everything from peace to awe to rejuvenation. 
Whenever I pet the silken fur of my cat, Peter, I feel soothed. At dusk, when I watch the street lamps outside my kitchen window illuminate, I feel content. And there's nothing like the bracing, full-body tingling of a cold shower to re-energize my weary body. Slowing down and savoring the good that arrives through the senses is a grab-and-go mindfulness practice available in every moment. It also has the added benefit of redirecting your attention from a mind whirling with future worries into a body that's always in the present. To attune yourself to your senses, wake up slowly in the morning. Feel the warmth of the sheets against your skin. Notice the coolness of the floor beneath your feet as you rise to meet the day. Listen to the dawn chorus of blackbirds out your bedroom window and, by all means, smell the coffee. Number three, spark joy. Many years ago, when I was in labor, my obstetrician asked me what music I wanted to hear during delivery. My daughter greeted the world to the Beatles, Here Comes the Sun. That song still brings me joy. A meta-analysis of research published in the Lancet Medical Journal in 2015 showed that music playing during and after medical procedures reduces anxiety and pain. By listening to music as a singular object of our focus, we can also evoke feelings of interest, ease, and bliss. The possibilities for how we can positively influence our mood through music are as endless as a Spotify playlist. To spark joy through music, grab a pair of headphones and select that Select that song that makes you happy. Take a seat, and as you devote yourself to listening, allow the music to envelope your awareness. Soak in whatever positive emotions, images, or sensations arise. So yeah, it's kind of just three little steps that, you know, we can use in our everyday um, to help us and keep us mindful and keep us happy and positive and uplifted. So guys, this was a long one. Hope you guys all made it through. (laughs) I hope you guys all also enjoy the little mindful pieces at the end. I know I always say that, but I enjoy to do them because it allows me to also practice them in those moments with you, and that is a surreal feeling. So, guys, thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you guys all on Sunday. Bye, guys.